Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's the Mucking Out Punch podcast after Christmas. We've all had a bit too much to eat, um, spent too much time in the toilet, too much time asleep, too much time drinking, too much time doing this, that, the other. We're not spending any time with our family due to the current conditions. And as always on these podcasting journeys, I have Nigel. Say hello, Nigel. Hello, everyone. Right. We're missing £300 this week. We are missing £300. Uh, typically, if I need to find out he's going away, I have to watch his fucking podcast on his droning channel. Um, but that's something else. Something I will deal with when he returns. Um, so this week, we'll be covering what of what news there is. And I'll be honest with you, I've scraped the bottom of the barrel to the point that I've got splinters just trying to get some kind of decent stories out. Um so it's going to be a bit of a short one, I'm afraid, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but we've got some interesting bits to go through. So we've got some movie news about Godzilla, some Marvel stuff shaping up, um, some bits about some villains in Spider-Man universe. Uh, UK legislation might be helping us out. Neil Druckmann's a dick. And uh, Sam and Max, creators, are also dicks. Sensorious dicks. Um, Nigel's going to tell us about uh, Pixar's soul. And then we're going to spend about five... 10 minutes moaning about the uh, streaming functionality of the Xbox S and X series when it comes to playing Minecraft Dungeons, uh, which we had great fun with trying to do last night. So, further ado, it's time for the movie news. All right, so we have news on the Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh, showdown from banding into comics. Actually, most of the stuff from banding into comics. But the only people write anything interesting that wasn't celebrity nonsense. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> uh, there was an outlet called Kaiju News who shared a screenshot of the novelization of the story, which will be King Kong versus Godzilla. Um, and from it, we got a few more details. Um, I think the blurb reads as follows. In a world where man and monster coexist, a monarch must lead the way in, in a prosperous future amongst the Titans, alongside, uh, um, alongside the Titans, <laughs> keeping humanity in check. However, a rival faction plans to manipulate the Titans to begin a, a Titans for a war to begin a rise uh, under a guise of a nefarious conspiracy, threatening to wipe out all life on the planet. Meanwhile, on Skull Island, a strange seismic activity draws the attention of Godzilla and Kong alike. So, it sounds like the following. It sounds like an evil organisation who are not monarch. Sorry, I just realised something. That's better. An evil organisation. I'm so pathetic. An evil organisation like Monarch are going to catch one of these kaiju and cause them to fight against each other. I think it's King Kong because we saw in the trailer King Kong had a collar on. Um, so King Kong's got a collar on. And naturally, Godzilla wants to be the king of monsters, where King Kong's like, nah, I can't be dealing with that shit. Um, and then there's something else, a new monster for both of them to deal with. So I imagine what it's going to be is King Kong gets uh, collared, then goes off to fight Godzilla. They fight. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. Um, Godzilla removes the collar from King Kong. But while this is happening, another island, another island some new monster emerges from from the depths and then those two go off and kick the shit out of it <laughs> typical monster movie fodder i'll be completely honest with you yeah um but i like the sound of it 
And I did enjoy I did enjoy uh, the, the Godzilla film. I did want King Kong to be in it because I like King Kong. And I'll be honest with you, if it comes to that fight between Godzilla and King Kong, my money's on King Kong because uh seems a bit friendlier, shall we say, than uh, than Godzilla. And he's got opposable thumbs. Yeah, he's got, yeah, he's got big opposable thumbs. Um, so, yes, uh, it's supposed to be out the 21st of May in theatres and on HBO Max at the same time. To the chagrin of the people who created it, who are not very happy with the fact that it's going straight to streaming. But given the nature of the planet at the moment, I don't think we're getting out of lockdown anytime soon, which is uh, upsetting, shall we say, to say the least. So, um, have you ever dressed up in a giant rubber suit as a lizard and attacked people on the street or got into a fight at the Lego uh, mini village? Um, I've been told by my lawyers, yes, no, I'm not allowed to speak about that. Um, it's, it's, it's a touchy subject. I can't disclose anything. However, the <laughs> film looks all right. Um, there are... <laughs> Um, I was, I was just having a look at the cast, and it looks like Millie Bobby Millie Bobby Brown is in it. Yes, she was in the previous one. I'll be honest with you, I didn't, can't really remember what she did in the film apart from going the way towards the end. I can't um, remember the previous film. Um, all I remember, um, the only Godzilla film I remember, and I don't think it's quite a recent one, where there's a bloke going Godzilla. Oh, Right at the start. It's the 90s I'm, one, isn't it? That's probably the 90s one that I can remember. Yeah, uh, uh, that's the one. Uh, I remember that because that was the that was a lead-in from the tease at the beginning. Yes, so, that was it. See? And he goes, God, zero. God, zero. Yeah, I can't, I can't really remember the most recent Godzilla. And I um, I think I watched the the Kong movie with Jack Black in it. Um, oh god, yes, yeah, Kong, uh, yeah, that one's all right. Apart from special effects, don't hold up well with HD TVs. No, I think this is pre HD, isn't it? I'm thinking. Yeah. Mm, but you know, um, I quite like the idea of um, essentially having Godzilla and Kong fight it out like uh, like the game Rampage. If you remember that, yeah. Yes, yes, and the film Rampage starring uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, Which I haven't seen. My brother loved, my younger brother Duncan loved Godzilla and Mechagodzilla and King Ghidorah and Mothra and oh, Rodan, was it? I think it was Rodan. Yeah, he loved all that stuff. I love watching those the old Toho movies of the guy in a rubber suit and that. And I actually mm. enjoy these movies. They're not they don't need to be as expensive, I'll be honest, as they as they do. Um, but they're fun. They're a fun little film thing to watch. So yeah, it's. Uh... Do you know what I think? It's one of those um, very simple action flicks, easy to follow. Loads of action. They probably chuck a little bit of comedy in there as well. Um, because why not? Everyone does nowadays on an action. <laughs> If, if you watch, because we watched them in the late nineties, when they were on Channel Four on Fridays, they were on like Friday past midnight. So we set the video recorder up to record them in VHS, um, and some of the, and then the guy dubbing is going, ah! he's already on the ground, stone cold. Um, so they probably had great fun dubbing all that stuff over too. Um, 
yeah, hopefully it'll be a good film. Uh, I've got to be careful because I keep setting my autofocus off. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good film, and uh, it's a shame that it's going to, to HBO Max. I'm trying to see if I can get HBO Max through nefarious means, shall we say, so I can watch the Wonder Woman film, because apparently that's uh, a bit on the shine side. And I want to see it for myself to prove it. Anyway, let's move on to our next story, and this one... Um, this is one I'm, I'm a bit more approving on, uh, a bit more approving of. Uh, there's a rumor floating around that um, Disney, even though they didn't announce it, are toying with a X-Men live series. Um, it's uh, with heavy, uh, heavy focus on social issues, which uh, coming from America at the moment makes me just go, oh, it's going to be crap. It's going to be really kind of. It's going to be the Watchmen TV series all over again, which was which was dire, dreadful nonsense. Um, the rumor comes from WDW Pro, who has broken a lot of rumors and they've been correct uh, at Pirates and Princesses, um, where WD Pro claims that the rumor is that Disney execs were caught off guard with the Disney uh, Disney Plus viewership for the old 1990s X Men animated TV series. Which is the best version of the X Men? If you ever watched the animated TV series on Disney okay. Plus, that's one for you to watch. There's some real. It was a it was a really good series. Richard Donner's wife um, bought the rights to make X Men the X Men films off of the back of that cartoon series because she watched it and she went, "This is great." My mum, my mum enjoyed watching the X Men cartoon series too because it was it just told good stories and that's what you want. You want to tell good stories and. The way things work and that so that was fantastic and there was lots kind of things where they were introducing characters and this were kind of got into the kind of the whole marvel kind of cinematic thing along with the spider-man animated tv series in the 90s and batman so you got those three world-class tv series as kids to grow up with um anyway uh they're developing a live action series with a huge budget um they say the budget's bigger than the mandalorian which is really expensive but saying that they may be building new sound stages for them to use too. Yeah, because Mandalorian's got its own sound stages, so I imagine the setup was probably setting that whole new sound stage and that w- that really cool thing where they can visualise stuff. So instead of green screen, you've actually got stuff you can see, um, which is going to be fantastic if that's the case. So that might be part of the bigger budgets coming through. Um, come, uh, the room, uh, so another rumour comes out from Mikey Sutton who claims that the X-Men will arrive as early as Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, um, which will give them an opportunity to appear because from a different universe, shall we say, or they may have given, be given the whole new origins from um, the uh, the comic book ones, which I'll put into the MCU, which I'm a bit worried about. I kind of like the idea that they've been around for ages, so like Apocalypse and, you know, um, oh, what's his mush, Magneto, being like kind of in the, in the like kind of the... Uh, concentration camps and stuff because that kind of was like a key to his kind of character and that kind of makes you understand why he is like he is um so yeah it's um it's looking interesting and also that they reckon they're going to get the actor from legion a guy called um dan stevens to play magneto and i bought let's bring up dan stevens for a second so you can have an idea this is dan stevens if you remember him from uh legion so yeah, so that'd be a good, that'd be a good, interesting one. I think he could pull off Magneto quite well. Um, it's a bit skinny, but so uh, I take it this is uh, what they're planning to do is uh, an early years 
X Men. Um, I'd say early years, it would make it sound like they're little little toddlers kicking about. Like X Men babies, like Muppet X-Men babies. babies. <laughs> and the toddler years. No, um, what I mean is like mid, early to mid twenties. Learning. Oh their- yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Just like Smallville. Yeah. yeah. I hope they don't. I, 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 I want them to. I want them just to go for a straight X Men series and have done with it. Mm. Don't don't just just they've they've been around for a while. They know their shit and stuff's happening and they've got to deal with it. And then you can do flashbacks of them developing. It's just yeah. that I've had so much. I'm, I'm sick of the origin stories now for for these characters. I'm sorry. And the whole idea of X Men was the fact that people were born with these powers, so they didn't have to get into an accident or their parents didn't have to get killed. They just got the powers, had trouble coping with them, went to school to learn how to get to get it sorted, and came back. Yeah. So oh, um, what's his name's uh, academy? Um, uh, the bloke in the wheelchair. What's his name? Charles Xavier. That's the guy. I don't know much about X Men. All I know is there's a few films. A couple of them are quite rubbish. Yeah. The first two that um, came out were okay, actually. Um, especially the ones with uh, um, Logan in them. Yeah. I quite like them. Where okay. he's in it, I like it because I like him as an actor. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. They have to recast Wolverine. There's a couple of people. Couple of people in the in the lineup for Wolverine. They said suggested someone the other day for Wolverine. I was like, actually, that's a pretty good choice. Tom Holland? No, not Tom. Holland. Get Tom Holland on it. He'll do Tom everything. Hardy, maybe. Yeah, Hardy. Tom Hardy might be able to come up with it. Um, Although is he is he young enough? Uh, Wolverine's like a couple of hundred years old. So is he? Oh, yeah, I suppose yeah, he regenerates. Yeah, no, so. Actually, I remember. I remember one of the films they were showing him and his brother running through fields on, you know, in nineteen nineteen fourteen. Yes, you got to skip through time together. He wasn't his brother. He's supposed to be his father. That's just the oh. funny thing. In the comics, it was his father, and his father oh. was abusive. And then it was one day, all of a sudden, ching, claws come out. Like, oh, I've got claws too. Let's fight. They've been doing all that time, and Logan's not even his real name. I can't remember what his real name is now. It's driving me crazy. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they could they could do that. I think that would work really uh, if they if, well if they if they just did straight X Men and they did it like the, the cartoon series in the nineties. I think that would work really well. Okay, oh, that's his real name. Uh, I do, I do. Uh, James Howlett. Ah, there is. There you go. Okay, James Howlett. Can't remember where took the name from. Anyway, um, yeah. speaking of 90s TV series, um, Spider-Man foe, oh, say Scarlet Spider, Carnage, um, looks like he might be getting his own kind of evil antagonist show. Um, it appears that Marvel Studios and Sony's have big plans for Spider-Man's phone Carnage following his tease in the first Venom trailer. Now, Carnage is like... Um, how can I put it? It's like Venom um, meets the Joker. So the Venom symbiote got on the Joker. That's what you get for Carnage, but without without stupid humour. Um, the scoop came to, again, again. Again comes from Mikey Sutton. And I don't know if Mikey Sutton's been making shit up. Um, I hope that's not the case. Um, internal discussions have rolled around the serial killer getting his own solo film. He claims that Carnage movie, yeah, um, and this is probably on the back of the Joker. Uh, has uh, 
has the commercial commercial to deliver gory humor for adults without having to tone it down for the superhero crowd. So maybe they're looking at doing a uh, R-rated super villain film, which I'm actually up for. I'm probably I'm pretty much up for a, for an R-rated super villain film. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's uh, now only uh, sorry now only does a certain claim that Carnage is getting his own solo film, but the details will make his presence known in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it looks like Sony and uh, uh, the MCU or Marvel Disney uh, are going balls deep into sharing, which is good. And I always got, I always get annoyed when people go like kind of oh Sony should let uh, Spider Man and whatnot be in 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 the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. They paid for Spider Man, yeah, it's their toy. They get to play with that toy, okay? It's that simple. Um, but working together would be quite a good thing. Um, he also says that tarn- Carnage might tangle with the MC's new, soon-to-be-unveiled gang called the Midnight Suns. Um, f- and the Midnight Suns comprise of people like uh, Hellstrom, uh, Jennifer Kale. Hellstrom's supposed to be the uh, son of the devil. Jennifer Kale, something to do with lettuce. Uh, Morbius, <laughs> the living vampire. Uh, Werewolf by Night, uh, Doctor Strange, and Ghost Rider. So... You've got like that they have the Dark Justice League with Constantine and Zatanna and whatnot in the DCEU, and I think it's there. There was the Marvel's answer to that, which is interesting. Um, so yeah, that'd be good to see a, a proper, a proper slash them up kind of um, adult horror, not horror superhero film. I think is probably the best way of describing it. I hmm. think I'd be, I'd, I'd be up for seeing that because. Kind of the Marvel stuff's a bit on the formulaic side and stepping outside the formula, which I think is weird because they, they plan to do it with Doctor Strange and Spider-Man and hopefully with the Carnage if it ever ever appears. Well, Venom, um, Venom did well, really Venom. well. Yeah, Venom did really well. And he was um, he was a bit of a... No, he was massively an anti, uh, anti-hero in that because he was biting people's heads off. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but still, they're gonna, if they're going to do that um, and inject a little bit of humour... It's going to be uh, well, definitely R-rated. Um, R-rated Venom. I, I can't remember what rating Venom had, but it was a good action. Action. It, uh, was, it was it was toned down, but I think they're yeah. talking about having one that's a bit more, a bit more gory, a bit more stabby, a bit more bloody. Um, I hope because if they do the, if they do it right, they can make the violence look quite comical. Um, and I said they they talked about doing a Sinister Stick Six film and this that, and the other. And I'll be honest with you, I'm up for seeing a villain perspective movie. You had the Joker, but the Joker, I think he was telling a tale to a psychiatrist to keep her busy before he murdered her, and that was the joke that it was all made up, um, and that's why he was laughing because he just made the shit up. And and you could see where he pulled his sources for where he was making the shit up from. Um, so yeah that could be exciting so let's move on to gaming and he managed to finish his drink before the thing ends and he's sharing the wrong screen Um, so uh, the UK government begins uh, 
what do you call it? Begins action against scalpers here in the UK. Um, our government, um, well, I say our government is uh, what we refer to as the Scottish National Party, which are the Swake Socks regional government for their area, are looking into the whole PS5 and Xbox X series scalping nonsense that was going on. Um, a number of uh, MEPs uh, put together this kind of uh, motion. Six of them were from the National uh, uh, Scottish National uh, Party, um, and they put in that they prohibited the re resale of games consoles and computer components at, at greater than the manufacturer's recommended retail price. So it's not just games consoles, because we know that um, Keith's friend. Uh, Chuck was having trouble getting hold of a graphics card because people were buying them and doing similar things with that. So it was forcing the price up. It also recommends that uh, governments bring forward legislation making the, the resale of goods purchased through automated bots and illegal activity. And this is the bit that I'm more interested in. Right, look, long and short of it is if you were to personally to buy a console at a PS5 or an Xbox X series, and then you decided that you didn't want to, yeah? And you didn't want a huge credit card bill, and maybe you wanted to kind of, you know, make a bit of money off the back of it, and it's just the one console. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, if you want to do it, buy it, sell it. If someone's willing to buy it, that's fine. If you're going to put it on uh, eBay and auction it, that's fine, if, as long as it's the one person. It's when they use these bots to go in and take the entire stock of consoles. That's when I sit there and go, no. No, and that, I think they're right to turn around and say that this is that should be an legal activity because if they can't do it themselves and they can't buy it themselves, there's a problem. If you're having to use a, a bit of automated software in order to get ahead of everyone in the queue, and trust me, me and Nigel spent ages in queues for both the PlayStation and the Xbox X series um, to try and get a console, that's when we kind of come across a bit of an issue. And that's what I think they should ban first. Because it doesn't matter if it's if it's consoles or say tickets to go and see someone or a football game or something along those lines, they're using an automated system in order to, you know, artificially buy all these things up and then hike the price up. There goes Ticketmaster. <laughs> um, then uh, then something should be done against that. What do you think, Nigel? Um, I think it's a step in the right direction. It's such a shame that it's being kickstarted by the Scottish government party and not the UK uh, party that's in power at the moment, which is the Conservatives. But the Conservatives are uh, looking to, well, kickstart the economy after having it shut down for pretty much a year. So yeah. I suppose they're going, ah, so we'll get all that back in tax anyway. But you won't because these sort of people will not pay, be paying their tax on that. So they should be looking into banning the sale of electronic equipment using bots um there there was um on a, on a not such a grand scale but in the uk when the lockdown first came out i was telling g uh, i saw articles about these people who hired lorries and went around all the local retail outlets buying up all the toilet paper from all the local shops so that there was none in stock and then advertising them for about triple the price. Um, and uh, in, in the end, um, I think actually nobody was buying from them. So we were left with all this stock because the people just waited a week. And um, then they had to sort of 
they couldn't take it back. You can't, I don't know. They weren't allowed to take it back. And it's just, it's just ridiculous that they're allowed to get away with it. Yeah, there was a, there was someone I think in Australia who did that. And Even returned it to the stores, and the stores went, "No, <laughs> so, no, you've got it now. You wanted it. You got it. You wanted all that. You keep it, man." Uh, oh. So they're going to be stuck with all that stuff um, uh, and out of pocket, hopefully. Um, people like that really grind my gears. They've purposely lowered the amount of stock in certain areas, in this case for PS5 and Xbox, which is global, and that's the area, global. So they've purposely dwindled supply so that normies like me, you, Gareth, even Keith, sometimes, can't get our hands easily enough on the console and then sell it back to us at double the retail price because they're the people who took the stock in the first place and then they sell you what you could have got if they weren't involved. Yeah. They could, not would, but you, you, you don't know. You might still have had, you would still have had a big queue. However, not the same because stock just, it was, it was gone. So it would have gone fairly quickly, but normal people would have been able to get them instead of these scalpers. And then people wouldn't be, they're basically giving people who are buying from the scalpers are not helping the issue. They're they're making it worse. I know they're yeah. a little kitty or themselves the console that they missed out on in the first round and second round of release. But they're just making it worse. They're they're encouraging these people and making it worse in the long run. And like G says, there's a, I think there's this um there's this graphics card. What is it? Is it RTX 380? RTX 380, I think it was. Yeah. That has been out of stock for so long, partly, I think, to scalpers and partly due to people doing data mining and using them for data mining. And yeah. Well, they're using them for cryptocurrency creation so you can get bit Bitcoins off the back end because it's quite powerful, which I yeah. find funny because that, that's always been a case with graphics cards for the last five years. Yeah, yeah. Where they've been using them as, um, didn't hear his, um, using them to mine for for Bitcoin. What's yeah. it weird when you say mine for Bitcoin? Because all you're doing is you're looking for a certain sequence of numbers. <laughs> really weird. But then again, you've got to crunch a good couple of million numbers to get anywhere close to that. Yeah, and it, it's it's companies buying up all these cards because they've got the better capability, and basically having a data farm. And so they'd they'd basically, you know, if our com if a company that we work for, for example, would have a server room like yours, big global company, yeah. have a server room in a central location. It's like you know, it's a data center, loads of fucking hard drives, loads of everything there, all the computing power. That's all. That's what these guys do. <laughs> they set up one of them just to farm Bitcoin. There, there is. They use these cards. There's abandoned Russian nuclear survival facilities that are full of these computers that are mining bitcoin it's, it's mad it, it's crazy and i think um um it's a step this this legislation should it go through and i'm hoping it does paves the way then for normal people to be able to get their hands on an electronic device when it's released it's just a quick one it's like my, my quickest way around this is to 
set up a database and just turn around and say, hey, you know what? That address has appeared more than once in my database. Yeah. To turn around and say, hey, this postcode plus this number has appeared you know, twice in my database. I'm going to have to stop you there. And then the recapture thing. Remember the whole crappy recapture thing? Especially the PlayStation one's the worst because you have to go through it twice. Yeah. yeah. And it's like kind of click all the fire hydrants, click, 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 click. And it's like, then they start reappearing again. And you're like, oh, well, I've, got to, I've got to click until they all go. Okay. I've, I've had those capture things. Um, I, I can't remember which one it was. I think it was, I might have been trying to set up my Microsoft account when I got my X. And um, it was uh, clicking all the uh, traffic lights. And I went, okay, do, 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 verify. And it went, do it again. I went, okay, do, 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 do it again. Okay. Did right. it. And about five minutes later, I went, do you know what? I'm getting a bit bored of this capture. Um, it's not it's not the solution captures it's not but, I, but it would stop bots that's why you put captures in place Quite possibly that's but, why you put, that's the whole point of putting capture in place if if a bot can be a capture then your capture shit um but uh, hopefully it will go so let's let's move on to our next story which goes like this um we all know neil Druckmann's a dick <laughs> that's what i'm calling this section um neil Druckmann... How can I put it? Uh, he he deleted a tweet, um, and his tweet was quite distasteful and uh, a bit crap. Critical. Oh well, it's I don't know. So um, he deleted the tweet. So let's let's go scroll down to the tweet. So here you go. Here's the tweet here. So um, all T Louis fans um, activate as a bonus for every vote you cast for The Last of Us Part Two. A hater loses a caps lock, which Pretty tame, okay. In the grand scheme of things, pretty tame. But um, still, it's like brigading, and I think it's against the rules to tell people to vote. Um, anyway, he—that's he, the tweet that he took down, and then he put up a. Um, I was just like, point. Hang on a second. That's the tweet he took down. So if you look here, um, so oh. this is it—the final round. Yeah. So Last of Us goes to. Shishima, which is a really good game, and everyone I know has played it, so it's fantastic. Hades, Doom Eternal, and Miles Spider-Man, uh, Miles Morales uh, was in there. So um, he did that for that. Um, and then he was like, kind of, ah, my tweet was meant as a joke uh, regards to trolls. Uh, but it's just added fuel to the fire, and <laughs> fire made it seem like I'm against criticism. So I should be taking it down. Uh, my bad. Okay, so he's done that. And then the results of the, uh, the the public poll were Ghost of Tsushima. Congratulations. Cha-ching. Um, Barbra Streisand in full effect there. Um, so, yes, Ghost of Tsushima, much better game. He knows that... I know that... It, I think we talked... I don't know if we talked about it, but... Uh, I know we didn't talk about it because it was shit. Um, we just talked about all the trailers that they showed. The Game Awards, they gave a ton of awards to... Um, the Last of Us Part Two, and it was it was it was to point that was a bit on the gross side. Yeah, um, Ghost of Tsushima should have won a lot more than 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 um, The Last of Us. But there's a joke going around. It doesn't matter how many awards Neil Druckmann gets for this game. He knows that the audience hate it and they don't like it. So every time he looks at those awards, this is okay. The the the, the what do you call it the press and the people in charge may have given these awards but the people who play the game don't like it 
And then it's strange because after all the awards had been given out, all of a sudden the journalists were turning up and going, well, actually, it is a shit game. Uh, everyone's right. Yeah, it was a shit game. And it's like, well, what the fuck did you vote for it? Um, annoying as hell. So, yeah, it's uh, it, I always find it funny. And it's always quite funny when someone being a complete dick falls on their own sword. Well, my take is this. He's sitting there in his second tweet saying, it looks like I'm against criticism. Um, oh, hang on a second. No, no, I'll just, you just remind me. Yeah, yes, Neil, you are against criticism. Muso Entertainment locked a ton of stuff, even one of ours. He did. And that um, he was going round. So obviously Muso Entertainment is a division of uh, Naughty Dog. It's their lawyers. Essentially. And subcontractor for Sony Entertainment. So they were doing content strikes against channels who simply said they don't like the look of the game coming out. Yeah. Now, uh, it was he was striking channels for having an opinion. He doesn't like people whose opinion doesn't align with his. And so he did the worst thing he could to channels who said so and struck them down. I mean, our channel, it wasn't an... Um, you've got a content claim. It was a strike. It was a straight on head on strike. We got killed midstream. If I remember correctly, we, we got taken off the air midstream. It was a, it it was a manual one as well. So they were, they were actively looking for these people who didn't align their views with him. So yes, Neil Druckmann, you are a dick and you're hypocritical and you don't like criticism. We should hand out our awards for biggest dicks of the year. I should put I a think, thing. I think a close, yeah, a close second to Corona would be Neil Druckmann. We well, have to be actual people. You have to, you have to go a very long way to get past the Rona in this special 2020 year. But Neil Druckmann yeah. has done very well to get right up there. Yeah. Okay, all right. So, um, do you remember Sam Max, Nigel? I loved Sam Max. Hmm. Yeah. I played Sam Max on the PC at my friend's PC. They lived in the States. It wasn't a PC, it was a Mac, sorry. And they lived in the States, and I played. I'm sharing the wrong screen. Um, they played Sam and Max. So, they had Sam and Max, and I played that, and I went through it, and uh, it was one of those, how can I put it? Uh, it, was, it was quite good until I got older, and I kind of got into it. But... I'll get back to my notes quickly. Um, Sam and Max have removed several jokes from their, their stories, which isn't good. It's censorship of sorts. Uh, on the 9th of, uh, 9th of December, 9th of November, uh, Skunkap Games, founded by Telltale's co-founders Dan Connor and named, as a, refer- uh, named a reference to Sam and Max character, General Skunkap, um, announced... Oh, I've just probably said that wrong. Announced that would be remastering Sam and Max Save the World. I think they've already done Sam and Max Save the World and remastered it because I'm sure I played it on the PS3. It was one of the first PS Plus games I ever got. It was in six parts, and I think I got the first four parts and then the next two parts in the next month. Um, but that's uh, that's an aside. Uh, releasing a, a um, Sam and Max Save the World um, as the original assets of the game have, have become too outdated to simply re-release. Um, it looks like that. Some of the pictures I saw, it looked like they kind of done like faux um, claymation sort of thing, 
which would be fantastic if it's like a folk animation sort of thing. But this picture doesn't show that. So maybe I maybe that was uh, an artist's um, what do you call it representation of what they were doing, but it was annoying. Um, on one hand, uh, they promised that the jokes will be as we remember them, but that but then in a meaning contradiction, saying that um, he said that uh, they may tinker with them slightly because certain jokes they can't have in today's shitty sensibility because for all of a sudden we've turned into the Victorians and uh, certain things can't be said and done because they're like, oh my God, monocle drop. Um, we've kind of come to the moral Puritan sort of nonsense um, that's come from our, uh, what do you call it, shit kind of government and whatnot. Anyway, in Sam and Max, some of the jokes are here. So one of them they've got, it was like, oh, well, will the original dialogue be the same original? And they lied. <laughs> All sort of it. So let's come here. So in episode one, the original dialogue says, oh, no, the skinny bodies. They're like the skinheads, but 10 times worse. That was the original dialogue, and they removed it with, oh, no, the skinny bodies are like those horrible hairless cats, but 10 times worse. The joke well, now doesn't even make sense. No, there was nothing wrong with the first one. Yeah, I know, and they've changed that. And I don't get why they've changed that, because I think skinheads are going to be playing Sour and Max. Do you think skinheads are going to come around to the offices of the creators of Sour and Max and burn the office down for that joke? I can tell you the answer. The answer is a big fat fucking no. Um, and then we've got uh, reference to the French as cowards, original dialogues. You may call me Jean Francois Sissy Pants, the cowardly French anarchist. I like that because I'm British. Um, you may call me Jean Francois Bonaparte, a new wave French anarchist. And it's like, no, we, we always make jokes about, you know, what's it? Um, uh, second-hand army like, French gun, you know, never used, dropped once. Uh, that's the joke. Um, but they've gone and done it with some other things here. So, um, what was it? It's episode five. It causes everyone on the internet to pick an avatar, like a dwarf or an orc, or a hot young fifteen-year-old curious girl, uh, curious about the adult uh, adult world and willing to experiment. Okay, so this one's a bit closer to the mark. Yeah. It causes everyone on the internet to pick an avatar like a dwarf, an orc, or a troll. Uh, but but we've even got trolls. No, oh. See that one there? It's a fifteen-year-old girl because that just that's a bit risque. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit risque for that one. Touching cloth a bit that one, I think. Yeah, but it's fun. That's funny. That's funny because it tells you something secret about the character because they've clearly done that. That's the joke. But hey ho, and it's like, oh my god, why the sex change? <laughs> oh, that one. Oh, that one, dude. You can't do that. How's life as a woman? Oh no, we can't. We can't upset the feminists. They won't shut up. Um, <laughs> I find that I find that insane. Dear makers of Sam and Max, please grow a spine for the all all people's sake. Um, so yes, we've got that in there, and I think that's it's it's absolutely mad. Anyway, Nige, uh, we've got a rev kind of a review and a bit of a moan. I'm gonna moan, and Nige's gonna review. So uh, yeah, life's gone a little on the weird side.
All right, Nige. Now, Balin, I don't know if he's dropped out, um, messaged me last night while I was streaming Control and said, have you seen Pixel Soul? To which I went, no, um, I'm I'm not a jazz sort of lover. Um, if it was blues, because blues is much better. Uh, it's always moody, tells a good story. It's always something, it's always kind of a, a mini tragedy sort of stuff where jazz, especially freeform jazz, sounds like you're throwing instruments down the stairs. So instantly I'm put off because I'm not that sort of person. He said it was really good and it was causing him to think differently about the world. <laughs> I think he, I just caught him after he watched it and he wanted to talk to it, but I'm sitting there playing control. So uh, he wasn't going to get anything sensible out of me on that. Um, so you saw Soul. I might watch it later. I don't know because if it's if it's anything like the beginning of Up, I'm not I, I'm not in the mood to, to be upset, shall we say? I wouldn't say it's like the beginning of Up. I know the bit you're referring to with them two growing old. And yeah. No. Um, it's... Okay, we watched it today, and um, my eldest son, he's uh, now a teenager, so he's one of those... Uh, like Kevin Perry in... Uh, <laughs> you know. Yes. And, um, I forced him to watch it with us, and uh, even he started to enjoy it. it. It's it's one of those. It's a bit like Inside Out. Okay. If there's any film that it's like, it's like that, in my opinion. All right. It's quite a light-hearted, and yeah, they've got this um, this fella who is played by Jamie Fox, um, who wants to be a jazz musician. He's a pianist, and um, Get his gets his big break and uh, falls down a manhole and dies. And uh, okay. oh, now sounds... what happens is, yeah, Soul then joins a conveyor belt with other people and he's going, "Hang on a minute, what the hell's going on here?" And he's heading his way up, and uh, he goes, "Actually, I don't fancy going there. I'm going that way." And so he runs away through a load of people and falls off the edge and into another area which is nice bright and airy and uh it's where all the new souls are given personalities and personality traits and stuff like that and he falls in there and ends up um faking it to be a mentor for this soul who's been there for god knows how long thousand years or so and um somebody who has never been able to get that final uh, character trait because okay. you get like seven character traits and once you've got all seven character traits this is like a fucking game you get all seven character traits once you've completed that your 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 character is whole and then you can move to the earth and then you start as a soul in the new body so baby okay yeah. and obviously what they have is they do have people who are about to pass over um, and they're chosen to be mentors and he sort of sneaks in he grabs somebody else's badge and he puts it on himself and he's some sort he picked a doctor's badge like a child psychologist badge and they paired him with this soul and yeah. it goes from there and then they find their way back and stuff happens. I won't go too much there is a little bit of jazz music and I can't like you I don't I don't even like blues or jazz uh, blues is much better 
I don't, I don't like either. I'll play uh, you one bit of blues after this, and you'll go, that's all right. You won't go, you'll, I don't know if you'd like it, but you'll go, yeah, it's all right. Controversial, I know, but um, I like um, uh, county uh, county uh, singing even less. Country singing. Country, country singing. Country. Oh, you scripted, scripted your review, not county. Oh, no, sorry, country. I missed the R. Country. Yeah. <laughs> Spelt C U N T R Y, right? Have I got that wrong? So I don't like that at all. Can't stand it. Don't like blues. Don't like jazz. But that's just my preference, isn't it? So, but there's a little bit of that and him and them. They sort of bond and all that sort of stuff. And um, but yeah, it's it's a it is a nice story. There's a, quite a few laughs in there. Um, he, they they. The mentor and the new soul, they both find their way back to Earth by accident. And uh, I won't tell you what happens there, but it, it is a good, light-hearted film with plenty of laughs in there. And there is that feel-good factor that Pixar sort of brings to, you know, Inside Out as well, you know, near the end. Yeah. Nice feeling that you get. So it's a decent decent film i don't i can't really say too much more as to what happens because then i'm just talking you through the film there's no reason to watch it but i can i can recommend it if you like inside out then it's worthwhile watching this film okay all right now he's finished i'm gonna moan i'm gonna moan because we tried to stream minecraft dungeons last night we failed epically and uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't it wasn't a good thing. We we uh, I've got an S and he's got an X, and so uh, we thought we could do is we could do two two people on one console, play another two people on one console. First things first, Nigel hasn't got a spare controller, so that kind of buggered that up. So me and my son went on the S, logged in. It's not a heavy game; it's not going to cause any issues. We logged in and we went, okay, we'll play. So uh, set it up and. Then we tried to get Nigel to join. It won't. It wouldn't let it join. It's like kind of. Well, I didn't tell it to go local only. And then you go back and you go to online mode. And online mode only lets you have one player. Which didn't work. Which was annoying. So I went. All right. To my son, I went. You go and play on your Xbox One in your room. I'll go and play on this. Now he's got um, my Games Pass on his account, and Minecraft is on the Games Pass. So it says that only one of us can use it at a time, even though he's a child account, and I want to play with said child account, um, which I find mind-blowing. Um, it's funny, because you can play any other game apart from Minecraft Dungeons. So it kind of stops you from doing like co-op games. So if you were like a, a father that was away from the sun, and they had your console and whatnot, and all your kind of privileges and whatnot, you wouldn't be able to play. Really, really annoying, and I really hate it, because it should be... That we should have been able to play together because I wanted to play with Nigel and his kids. I also forgot to switch the microphone on when we were we were streaming, so Nigel could hear everything I was saying, but the microphone wasn't switched on. So, oops. And then figure that out and the stream stream control after that on the Xbox S. So yeah, it wasn't fun, was it, Nigel? Not fun. No. Um, Microsoft has to sort out their party, the party chat. Oh. God, yes, party chat doesn't work properly. To a game because Sony has got that down. I'd literally open the game and go, invite, mate, 
and it sends an invite. Yeah. Not the same. Not the same in um, on the Microsoft uh, consoles. It's crap. It doesn't work very well, and I really expected a hell of a lot better. I really did. Yeah. Because Microsoft has um, you got PC. PC have been doing it for fucking years. Years. How is it you haven't grasped this within a console to go click, click, invite? If I'm in a party with you and your son, yeah. I would expect to say invite group. Couldn't do it. Yeah, but I know. It's not. When it was just me and you in the group, I couldn't do it. I couldn't even send you an invite. I couldn't. And that's that's not the worst part about it. The worst part about it was the quality, because the quality was all, it, the sound was choppy, so we were getting like choppiness in the sound as we go. And we paid for the bloody thing. We've paid it. Me and Nigel paid in advance for the thing. Yeah, two years worth of stuff, and it's not uh, it's not up to snuff. Um, simply yeah. talk to you through party chat, and we're not playing any sort of game. The audio is choppy. It's not good quality at all. And you have to really think what what has Microsoft done here? Because it certainly hasn't been put in any thought at all in how people play together. It yeah. really hasn't. It's an afterthought, I reckon. Yes, it's an afterthought. Um, oh, big shit. People want to play together. We better stick a party thing in. Oh, that, that, that sort of works. We'll, well use that. I think they've been using the same party thing they've been using since 360, I'll be honest with you. And it doesn't I like work. it because you guys you guys were like kind of, oh, no, it's better on the Xbox when we were playing on the PS4 a while back. And I went, no, because it's like you go into the, the PS4 thingy is clearly demarked out from everything to make it easy. So you've got the party chat on its own. So you could be playing four separate games with four separate people and you still be chatting to each other. Yeah. Because that's the way it works. Um yeah, there's that. I really want to talk about the expanse because I think I watched the best episode of television all year on Wednesday and Keith isn't here and night isn't caught up. So I'm uh, a little frustrated. Uh, but it was fucking awesome. Oh my god it was so good. The Avisarola character is is, is, is is proves why she's one of my favourite characters in there, because um, she's trying to get a message to to the government, but they because she's uh, uh, the way she is, she's been kind of blackballed by these people, so she doesn't get to talk to them. So to get the message through, um, she's like kind of I've tried all the members of staff like that, and then none of them are answering us. So she goes all the members of staff really. She contacts the chef. She phones the chef up and turns around and goes, give your bloody comms device to the president. Tell them that it's important. Yeah. And if anyone asks, I told you, I can do it. And she manages to do it. And, it's, oh, and then everything, it will tension builds up and releases spot on. Apart from there's a bit in it in the book, which was described as like a claw coming into an office and grabbing something, which is replaced with a robot, which is fantastic. Um, so we got that. Anyway. Let's go to our what the section. <laughs> this is your story, Nigel. KFC reveals that uh, the KFC console is real and boasts 
one big advantage over the PS5 and Xbox X series. Now, I, I like a good giggle. I'll do like a good giggle. But I don't like my PC or gaming console to smell of fried chicken every single day of the week. Okay? I get that the processors and the GPUs and the memory output a ton of heat. If you look at the heatsink on the PS5 and the way the Xbox X is constructed, all around heat because the more powerful the processor, the more heat it outputs. Now, the great thing is when you get to the to the there'll be a, there will be an Xbox X Slim and there will be a PS5 Slim when they find a processor that runs at the same power but consumes less. So, so the same compute power but uses less power. Um, but yeah, apparently um, the KFC console is created in partnership with PC manufacturers. Cooler Master. I had a Cooler Master case once at Centurion. Lovely, lovely case. It was about 15, almost 20 years ago. Um, so they've, they've put it together. Um, so it's it's in the shape of a bargain bucket, which you can clearly see on the screen there. And apparently it's going to have a top-end Intel CPU inside with a ASUS swappable mini GPU and NVMe one terabyte SSD from Seagate, which probably puts it in the five hundred quid range, the five hundred dollar range. It means that the KFC console run Crisis and even Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven bugs and all, uh, and, and you get to keep your uh, your 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 chicken piping hot as the processors heat the bastard up. Uh, also, uh, what's it? They've got the finger licking good dating simulator, which runs an impressive 4K 240 frames a second. Um, that's that's funny because it's going to be one of those games that you, you could get on the PS3 or the Xbox 360. Um, it, it's 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 a novelty. I don't know. I don't know if this is like a. a if, if this is like a, 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 a what do you call it a novelty giveaway or something along those lines um but well it's good for a giggle i suppose well um let me just share my my screen i've got a i have got the official the official website here <laughs> no 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 go on let's see is, is it yeah i can see it yeah uh, there you go KFC console bucket. <laughs> Stunning 4K, 240 FPS. And here is a picture of chicken in the drawer. It's not a lie. And this is how it works. It's all sort of underneath the drawer, and it draws the heat up. Across the chicken. Across the chicken. It's brilliant. Oh God. What uh, were they thinking? I don't, I don't know. Somebody's had this bright idea. and uh... Oh, oh scroll back. That looks interesting. Right. Housed in a custom Cooler Master NC100 chassis. Uh, you need something mighty. Ah, it's the Intel Nook 9. That's what it is. You can buy a Nook computer, which is a small computer. A oh. Nook nook nine and it's in that like case there so here comes the here comes the brilliant thing about that yeah if that's right 
it's upgradable. Interesting. As long as it fits in that chassis, it's upgradable. Hmm. Which uh, means that KFC may have done something that console creators have thought about but never actually bothered to put into place as an upgradable console. So you just remove that nook and put a new nook in. And then you've got the graphics card on its own. Yeah. So you can pop that in there. Yeah, there's there you go. There's the um the hard driver. Yeah. SSD one terabyte NVMe. So yeah. VR ready, mate. Ray tracing. Oh dear. Uh 4K gaming. Finger licking good. Power your Honda. Asus. There you go. Asus in KFC. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? And the funny thing is with my PS5 disc drive's broken, so I've got to send it back in the new year. I might be looking at one of those KFC gaming consoles. They're as good as I'll have one of those. Problem with KFC is I always eat KFC and, and, and literally like 20 minutes after eat KFC, my, I go, why did I do that to my body? <laughs> Same with McDonald's too. I eat McDonald's, I go, why? Because it was just easy. You didn't even I, enjoy it. Why? It felt so good at the time. <laughs> it's such a shame that Babster's left for this segment. Um, for his tea, he could have watched this and then got even hungrier. Yes, he could have. Okay, so I think we'll wrap this up. It's a nice, quiet one this week. Next week, we'll be doing the year in review. Where we'll be picking out t- stories. No doubtedly, we will have, I think, Safe Space and Snowflake will, will be part of that, along with the Tiger King and Cyberpunk 2077, which story isn't over yet. Um, we didn't cover some of the things about, say, the, uh, what do you call it? the game save. If it gets above eight megs, corrupt and makes your game completely unplayable. <laughs> Hopefully, they'll patch that out by the time we talk. So, we will catch you in the next podcast. Nice, wave goodbye. Bye bye. Oh, wave goodbye. Bye. And we'll see you next week. Bye bye. See you in the next video. reason Keith's not here, that zookeeper finally caught up with him, tranquilised him, dragged him back to his cage. <laughs>